Hi, this is Amit. And this is Akhila. Welcome to the Indian Music Charts podcast. This is a show where we look at the weekly music charts on Spotify and make it our springboard for a larger discussion about the music industry. We discuss listener trends, what it says about the industry and where it might be heading, and occasionally we'll also share our two cents. New episodes drop every Tuesday, so don't forget to hit follow and the bell icon to be notified. Welcome to the Indian Music Charts podcast. Today we're looking at the charts published on 5th May 2023. This week's highest new entry is from the Maniratnam epic saga Puneen Selvan 2 aka PS2. At 51 is Aganaga sung by Subhash Karan and Shakti Shri. There is also a very interesting resurgence at number 16 which is Teri Hawale from Lal Singh Chadda. This track actually came out nine months ago, right, Amit? Yeah, when the movie was released around the time. Yeah, yeah, and there was so much turmoil when it came out, right? Like, do you do you remember anything besides the controversies around it? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, this movie was so long anticipated, and uh, of course, it was, it was a whole uh, boycott Bollywood movement that mm. happened around it, and uh, I think what happened was that, like, at least the people that I knew that went to see it. I mean, they were not. I mean, they didn't care about this whole boycott movement. Yeah. But I think that more than boycott, it was just boring. <laughs> I think that's what the the, <laughs> well, the verdict was. I've not seen but, that. So. Yeah, yeah. Neither have I. But I have heard the soundtrack, and the mm. soundtrack is quite nice. I mean, mm. you know, it is a, uh, it is your usual. I mean, it's a Pritham Arijit. I think Amitabh Bachcharya. I mean, we talked about the, this combo before, and mm. you know how they generally sort of are strive when they, you know, when they come together. Usually, you, you get a pretty typical sound, but it's a, a pretty fail-proof one. And uh, you know, yeah. I was actually, I, I actually feel that the soundtrack suffered because of the, uh, you know, the uh, the, the movie not doing so well. Not so much of the issues. I think it's more about the fact, like, you know how. often even though there's a fen- there's often a phenomenon of like uh, hit songs and flop films often mm. when a movie is so hyped and then the uh, movie doesn't do well then the soundtrack also doesn't get yeah, the yeah. traction that it it probably would have but got but now it's sort of seeing a resurgence again obviously because like a short format and like lots of covers by very famous uh, musicians also who are, which are all on instagram and i think you pointed out the t series is doing sort of an extended release right yeah. like so what basically t series has done and this is quite unusual because you don't do it you know not even when the movie released on netflix and i think when the movie released on netflix a lot of people watched it then and thought that hey it's not that bad you know i mean hmm. it's uh, you, uh, you know we do because considering that it was it, it flopped quite badly uh, but when they actually saw it, it was you know it's not a terrible film it's just hmm. that it's it probably could have been better uh, but even that sort of i think it did lead to some kind of an uptick for the songs but not so much as we've seen now again th- thanks to short format video and so what tcs has done is they have released uh basically a version an ext- what they calling an extended version of the soundtrack and it's funny that they calling it an extended version because it only has five tracks and basically what it has is got its different versions of the songs so different singers so for instance the song that's at number 16 this week tere hawale uh, is originally by 
Arjitan Shilpa Rao. And what uh, T-Series has done is that they have released a version by Shreya Ghoshal and Arjit. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, basically, you know, uh, we've often heard about how in Bollywood you see, uh, you know, uh, this practice of basically what they'll do is that they'll get multiple singers to record the same song. And then mm-hmm. the producers and I guess, uh, you know, the music director, whatever, they collectively take a call of which is the best version. Now, mm. this, you know, it, it's quite, it's almost like auditioning for a song, except that it's mm. fairly established singers. So I don't know whether that's what they've done in this case, whether they've gone back into their bank of recordings and they actually got Shreya Goshal, who's arguably the most mm. successful contemporary playback singer, in female playback singer in the country. And they actually decided to go with the version by Shilpa Rao, which Shilpa Rao also did a great job of this song. And that's the version that's actually at number 16 this week. But I don't know, it's almost like a kind of way of upcycling because you're using stuff yeah. that was in the in the bank and then you're not wasting it, you're actually releasing yeah. it out there yeah, and you're putting it out there. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I find this interesting. It's also, it is kind of innovative if you think about it. So, you know, we're keen to see we see them do more of this. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's, it, it's, it's like I said, it's funny because they've released a version of the song that's not the version that's trending, I guess, mm. because the one that's trending is obviously the original version. So, film version, so yeah. it's essentially extended version is almost trying to extend the life mm. of the soundtrack beyond the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. You want to talk uh, about like some more tracks that caught our attention? Yeah. Before? So, you know, as uh, anybody who's been listening to us uh, for a long time and has just sort of tuned in would notice that we've kind of uh, changed up the format initially we would count down the top 10 songs which we are not doing anymore because they're pretty much super static what we're doing is we're highlighting a few songs on the top 200 and we are pointing out interesting things about them and this week in the top 10 actually it's a move up from one notch uh, for Malang Sajna by Sachet Parampara which uh, you know is uh, again, proved to be a pretty slow burner of a mm. track. We have spoken about this track, I think, weeks and weeks ago. Um, it's finally picked up and now is in the top five. And it's it's top five is pretty, uh, you know, rare territory for songs to go to Spotify. Because of, for the track, right? Yeah, it's a new peak. And once it gets, you know, once these songs get into top five territory, they generally stick around for much, much longer. Um, anyway, this week's number one song is, once again, Kahani Suno 2.0 by Kefi Kahil. It's number one for the eighth non-consecutive week here. Uh, and yeah, these are just some of the songs. We're not going to talk much more about Kahani Sano because we've already spoken at length about it, including <laughs> our last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead, we're going to go way down the chart and actually talk about a song that's entering at number 170. This is Hasti Rehe Tu by Paradox. Uh, yeah, and this song has some pretty interesting background, right? Yeah, it is basically uh, a song by this rapper called Paradox, who, if you watch MTV Hustle, you might recognize he was a runner-up on the second season, uh, you know, and it's, you know, it's interesting that he has been signed by Universal Music. Actually, Mm -hmm. he's been signed, Universal has uh, recently basically now uh, got their Def Jam imprint uh, in India. Mm -hmm. They launched that over here. And that is, uh, they have signed a bunch of rappers, including Paradox. You know, it's interesting because Paradox is actually the runner-up and MC Square, who won the series, his song, Rom Rom, actually also was a hit on Spotify some months mm-hmm. ago. 
Uh, but you know, this got me wondering because there are many, many examples of reality TV mm. contestants, and you know, uh, basically that that impact of being on that show doesn't often quite translate into a successful career. At least not recently. It was something that you know. I think when these sh- shows first started out, it yeah. definitely did help. And you know, we have plenty of examples. Was there, you know, when it yeah. Came out. Yeah, so what, what do you feel about that? I mean, like, do you think that in today's day and age, does it make, uh, you know, any difference? Uh, because, or do you mm. feel, you know, it's just something that... Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very interesting, you know, topic and a question in general, right? Because uh, we've had a history of reality TV, right? Like, we've had things like Launchpad back in the days, you know, on Channel V, which, you know, a lot of current day indie bands have sort of, you know, uh, made their debut over there, or they've, you know, gotten some sort of coverage over there. Uh, Obviously, Indian Idol was really big when it came to India, right? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of hype around it. And then it kind of also died down a little bit. You know, there was this one wave of everything moved away from music, and there was just like the roadies and splitsulas of the world, right? And now we're actually seeing sort of a resurgence with like, you know, hustle and things like that. And this kind of does make you question is what is the real impact of this, right? Like, A, is it changing the lives of the musicians or is it bringing in big monies that all these networks are, you know, thinking of doing music programs again? And when it comes to, you know, musicians, as you sort of rightly pointed out, it was a little different, I guess, maybe back in the days. But now when you sort of see, you know, the current crop, they've all sort of made their own you know, paths, right? And they pave their own way. And what tends to sort of happen is there is a short-term impact and there's a long-term impact. Long-term, maybe not so much because ultimately it comes down to your own music and what you're doing in your live circuit, so on and so forth. But there are some short-term impact that you see, you know, like primarily one is um, your social media numbers tend to go up, right? It's uh, good for awareness, like just getting your name out there. Mm -hmm. So if let's say 100 people know you before, now maybe like 150, 170 people know of your name. So it's great for awareness. Um, Also, the other thing is it's a great way for you to generate content for your own social media, you know, because um, nowadays it's also a lot of money to create content, right? You have to get Mm -hmm. the right team to do it. And a lot of... um, you know, and this is not just true to musicians, right? Like if you think about all reality TV, even if you look at Shark mm-hmm. Tank, so many brands make a debut on it. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't really see a real life traction, but what they end up doing it, okay, they made that appearance, they have these photo ops, they have some video snippets, which they sort of use to, you know, add like a badge to their credentials. Mm-hmm. So it's very short term, at least that's how I see it. I, I don't mm-hmm. know like what your sort of read on this is. Again, you know, you're a journalist. So like, I would be very keen to understand you know, you must be getting so many press releases about releases, you know, things that artists are doing. Mm-hmm. Do you think having something like winner of Hustle or winner of American, not American Idol, Indian Idol, you know, uh, does it help like maybe get more coverage? Does it change your, I mean, your perspective won't change because I know how you think about music. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, do you think it changes perception, you know, when like you're getting covered? I do think it does help in that way. But uh you know i think it's also like you said short term i mean you might at that moment you know the pr teams behind the show behind the channel might you know push out 
uh, releases talking about the fact that you won it and you know you might get some press coverage but it's really what happens afterwards right what happens after the shows uh, is done and the lights go off uh, mm. and and i think that you know often this might be a question that even you know independent musicians ask them is it worth competing in a in a reality tv show uh, now if if i was a musician upcoming musician or even upcoming musician would ask me that i mean i i don't think that indie musicians really depend on are even looking at that so much uh, yeah. i mean if you just look at for instance uh, the kind of you mentioned launchpad back in the day at on channel v i think at that point of time you know there was so little coverage of the indie scene the indie scene mm-hmm. was nowhere close to how big it is today mm-hmm. and at that point of time any sort of like you know spotlight was worth it so yeah. you know uh, definitely for bands to be on that show it made sense you know mm-hmm. uh, but if you look at like a show like the stage which i think was around like the mid uh mid 2010s like you know it was around yeah, the middle of the last decade though. yeah and there was all single song writers and again it was uh, slightly different because it was basically uh only english and these singers you know basically individual singers and you didn't really see you know independent musicians really kind of going for it uh yeah you know it wasn't like a lot of them were rushing to sign up mm. uh and even the ones that participated i mean if i think about the one name that that i remember from that show i mean there are a couple so you know when i think about independent musicians i mean the first name that comes to my mind is kamakshi khanna who was on this first season of the stage but i don't think any of her fans necessarily remember her from that show i mean she is a singer songwriter she writes her own music she composes it and on that show she was singing covers right hmm. so and that's exactly what even whoever signs up for any of these indian idol or sari gamma type shows do they showcase themselves mm. as singers right they're not showcasing yeah. themselves as composers so maybe it makes sense for people who want to be playback singers right it does uh, because the judges it, are all like from the film scene so yeah. if you want to get noticed you know you yeah, that's you you're, you're, you're being about, put right in front of them exactly and like it says one thing is obviously the judges right so yeah this is another thing that now that you mention it another thing that you could think about a short term impact of participating in like shows like this is if you're relatively new i think it's a good way to make some industry contacts also right like uh, whether it's the judges themselves or you know people who are involved in the network that's one side of it but you're right you know for playback singers it probably makes a lot more sense right and if you also think about it right like um, it's about again product market fit which we've spoken about in a couple of episodes ago let's think about where these shows are airing right they're generally on a gc channel mm-hmm. which is general entertainment channel if anyone was wondering and typically these are mass audiences right mm-hmm. and i kind of wanted to you know just curious and just before our recording i i asked uh my friend chat gpt how much mm-hmm. revenue does uh, indian idol earn and uh, again i've not verified this this is straight mm-hmm. out of chat gpt it said like a more recent season earned about about 160 to 170 crores right and oh, wow. if you need okay. to reach those kind of numbers right you got to think about how mass the audience needs to be right and a mass audience like here's the truth okay indian listeners might listen to mainstream music at some mm-hmm. points in time or they may even be general listeners of mainstream music but mainstream music listeners are very rarely indie music listeners right 
So for an indie musician to go on this show, you're not going to find the right audience for you. But mm-hmm. the same thing, if you are someone who loves mainstream music and that's the kind of music you sing, maybe you sing covers, which is what all of these shows do. Like you said, you become popular for it. And eventually, I think even Indian Idol and all of these guys, towards the end of the season, they get them to make their own songs, right? It's very much in the last stage. But do they? I haven't, I mean, I haven't watched it in years. I think I just you watched it. I haven't. So I remember, again, see, this is how I remember from the first few seasons when all the hype was. There used to be a lot of different challenges, right? They used to do the retro stuff, okay. disco. Then they used to have like a makeover episode. And then, okay, wait, I do remember a lot for someone who says they don't remember a lot yeah, yeah I, I actually don't recall them actually getting them to compose their own stuff but you know what i do find though is that while they obviously make some industry contacts it's such mm-hmm. a tough industry to break through and you know uh you've seen certain singers just dominate the playback singing scene that you might get one or two songs and if you're lucky they take off mm-hmm. you know and but i think it's rare that you find like a a playback singer who is somebody you know, who's perhaps a winner of this contest of these know, series? Yeah, but what you do happens, hmm. what do what does happen is that these guys uh, start becoming successful live music performers. Yeah, and, I was just going to say and, that. And they start, I mean, they start touring across the country. Maybe they tour like more small small towns, hmm. you know. And you know that 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 circuit, Dude, the wedding where, you know, market is huge for these guys. Yeah. So so there are some benefits, right? Because you, because of their exposure. You may not have the songs, but because your speciality is covers anyway, mm. and people love your voice and not necessarily your compositions, yeah. I think that's how it helps you. But it really depends on what your motive is, right? Do yeah. you want to be a cover artist? Do you want to be a playback singer? So maybe it makes sense for you. Yeah. yeah. I think it always comes down to goals, right? Like, what's your goal? What is the right path to achieve that? And, you know, to an extent, see if you have a long-term plan already in place for yourself and this is just like a spike activity for you to just like get some coverage sure right or you genuinely like covers like you said and see that's the other thing you have to be sure that that's what you like if you get into it thinking that i'm going to start with covers and i'm eventually going to become my own person you will be disappointed because you're going to be sought out for covers right and especially these sort of gigs that you're talking about right like the smaller cities or uh, these wedding circuits they don't really want original music mm-hmm. right and um there have been very few rare cases where i've heard of people actually wanting like an indie musician to perform mm-hmm. at their wedding right with and they actually get them to do like their own song but even in those cases if i'm not wrong like you do end up playing the more wedding-ish songs which are not yours anyway but uh yeah, yeah so I mean, but you know i think even if you just trace back internationally how this has worked and hmm. even there are parallels to india if i just look at you know uh just as we were talking about you know the first scene of indian idol i mean hmm. people will recognize the name abhijit savant even if yeah. he I haven't heard any, anything from him in the recent past. In a while, yeah. You know, because, but yeah, he was the first guy. I think Rahul Vaidya was another person people Yeah, I think so. I mean, and then I similarly, he like. I signed him, by the way, uh, for a little yeah. bit. And I remember getting those, you know, tracks saying, hey, this is this winner. And mm-hmm. I remember actually, we also thought that maybe because they were on TV, it could do well on streaming, mm-hmm. but it doesn't translate. Yeah, and like, but even you look at like the. American Idol, right? The first mm-hmm. season was Kelly Clarkson. Uh, then you had Carrie Underwood. I mean, they were she was again in one of the first few seasons. 
they really are like they are now some of the biggest pop stars in the world today but yeah. if you but it, i don't think if i asked you like do you know who won the last five seasons of american idol you probably wouldn't no. know but you no. probably know that katy perry hosts it you know because yeah. the stars yeah. nowadays have become like the the judges basically are are the ones who get more of the attention rather than the singers these days but yeah. you know it like even when we talk about playback singing it doesn't really have so much of an impact about where you finish up on the shows the best mm-hmm. example is arijit singh who mm-hmm. finished i think somewhere like in the top 6 or something of the show called fame gurukul i mean mm-hmm. i don't even think like anybody remembers no one uh, does in who, fact the like, only reason why most people know about this fact is after sure. he became big those clips yeah. started resurfacing so if anything that tv show has benefited from him becoming popular yeah and i mean i'm sorry but like does anybody even know who won the first who won that season who no. like you know so and, and that was back in 2013 and he didn't break through for like a few years after so like yeah. he paid his dues and like i said just did you know uh, like i think that show he did in 2005 and he broke through in like 2013 so it takes mm. a long while and a- another example is right now this guy called morgan wallen who mm. is essentially this he is probably the biggest artist in america right now he's a country mm-hmm. singer but like his music has like pop crossover appeal a mm-hmm. uh, fairly controversial character but he has had the number one album in america for the past few weeks he's got the the number one song in america for the last few weeks he again participated in the voice mm-hmm. and i think he got to like somewhere in the middle stage like one of the he got eliminated somewhere during the middle of the competition again mm-hmm. this was a few years ago but like you mentioned he made some contacts thanks to the fact that he was on the show he moved to nashville which was like you know which is the center of like the hub for country music yeah. and slowly slowly built up his career mm-hmm. and has you know now become like i said probably arguably the biggest act in america right now mm-hmm. maybe not big anywhere else but definitely mm-hmm. there and you know so and again he participated you're right it's they're not like so top of mind the way some of these names that you mentioned from back in the days are though yeah and there was a few years ago you know i mean there was a number of years ago again mm-hmm. the guy has done his work he made the contacts you know slow, slowly released yeah. a few he's released this is like his third album you know he's become huge over time but at the same time what's really interesting is that we had another very recent example mm-hmm. of an indie artist or a couple of indie artists mm-hmm. but participating in a reality show which you i'm sure you've heard of it's called my kind of country yeah. it is an apple tv and it had two indie musicians dhruv vishwanath a singer songwriter and the other singer singer songwriter called alisha payas who incidentally was also on the first season of the stage mm. i think uh, alisha may have got eliminated earlier in the competition i think dhruv made it kind of to the final stages uh, and basically how it was was that again they had these like mentors and they had like artists singing country music from around the world come and mm. participate and they had these two two from india which is quite nice i mean one is yeah. india is not known for country music at all it it's, and, it's really annoying yeah and secondly i mean i don't think anybody would even call dhruv or alisha like country musicians honestly i mean their yeah. music could possibly be converted into like country songs you know but like that is not yeah, the first that you would me like a country song has certain elements like someone drinking whiskey someone beating <laughs> someone someone died and there's a truck if these things are yeah. not there it ain't country so you know there are other again cliches drinking beer you know yeah some beverages on, on the beach on. you know <laughs> you having a baby mama 
whatever oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, all many things and many many other things but uh, the, so i mean obviously these guys when they got the invitation they probably thought this is a great opportunity to get some international exposure for their music yeah. right and maybe this is that uh, means that again apple tv again a niche audience but perhaps people now maybe dhruv vishwanath streaming stats have changed and he's got like a loads yeah. of followers from like loads of listeners uh from the us you yeah. and, and all, so i guess there's an end game and capitalizable right it's not a word okay but like you know what i mean to say is that he can use this launchpad for various things you know depending on what he wants to do and like one is obviously yes maybe your you know your streaming stats have changed maybe you've gotten in new fans on your social media from a different country if he's then able to let's say translate that into you know first set of live gigs over there which are maybe like five six cities and slowly build on that you never know you know there there's also been a history of you know and again this is not necessarily like music related but we always have this history of like there's an actor who's big in india and big in japan you know mm-hmm. big in india and big in russia but nowhere else so yeah. it you know th- these kind of crossovers can happen and you could totally be like a musician who has two markets and you know maybe in this case obviously it's um the us because of the show mm-hmm. but you know i think it's just a great way to also enter a new market right like or just familiarize your name with a new audience so but again these are all very top of funnel you know these are not conversion you still have to do a lot of work after you make your appearance on these shows and it's to be very honest it's not going to be very different from your regular career trajectory this is going to be one big bump in your career i would say the equivalent of like i mean for example you and i we might be speaking at like a lot of different panels and things like mm-hmm. that right it doesn't change the trajectory of our career but it's it's sort of like okay a badge that says okay yeah this person is good enough that you know they're getting this stage you know and i think mm-hmm. it's it's uh, the today's equivalent of a blue check because no one wants blue checks anymore <laughs> so but the one guy for whom it does definitely has had an impact is paradox who by being on mtb hustle has now got signed to jeff jam and now released this song and it's actually part of his upcoming ep and the song the video for it it's you know it's again obviously they gave him a decent budget it looks like a pretty slick video it looks like something that's been released on a major label it's mm. the track itself it's like i guess it can be described as a melodic drill you know it's got a drill beat but it's like these romantic heartbreak lyrics again <laughs> you know not <laughs> so it's like this romantic melodic drill song and i think it definitely has the potential to go higher i i don't know whether we'll be talking about it again yeah. if it moves up the chart you know in a big way but yeah i mean i think it's uh, again here's the case of you know universal probably looking out i mean they could have signed any number of rappers mm-hmm. out yeah. there you know there's no dearth of upcoming mcs but they look at right. they looked at this yeah. guy probably it felt he has something you know so i know after hustle like a couple of people also got signed to warner so there does seem to be some industry networking yeah, yeah. at the very least yeah but again you know this this reminds me of the fact that king participated in the first season of the yeah, first season of hustle <laughs> back in like 2019 and he i don't even think like i can't remember what position he finished up on but like it was somewhere in the top 10 and mm-hmm. remember that was back in 2019 in 2020 yeah. he released two arcade bakley it mm. didn't have any much of an impact upon release i mean it only sort of took off in 2021 mm. so the 
and the impact of that was pretty much a short video short format video phenomenon it mm. was not something that happened because he participated in the show uh so again yeah. at that point of time it didn't it really uh, i mean a lot with a lot of other examples we've discussed right they yeah, can yeah. appear in they don't necessarily win but they go on to have a successful career right like in fact like yeah. even, i think one direction was on x factor and yeah. you know about x factor much later because all these clips are facing back in the days oh did you know they were on this and like well i think also it, by the way i think it was something like that you know i yeah. don't really remember that season of hustle so well it was not until he became big and later like oh by the way he was on hustle you know so again yeah, and then he came it's an back. example of the show getting like yeah 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 and then he came back this year as like one of the mentors i think but mm-hmm. you know in the uk these reality shows were huge right i mean they were pretty big just as they were in the in the us at some point in time and they kept generating like these big artists so i think mm. it's different for different uh, uh different countries yeah. and remember like in the us again you had american idol you have the voice you have mm. i know they have something else in the uk i think you pretty much only had like pop idol and then the x factor so it was just this mm. one family viewing almost like this appointment yeah. viewing and then it became a tradition for many years that whoever like they time it so that the winner released the, their single just around the time for the christmas number one song and the mm. christmas number one is a huge thing in the in the british charts and mm. it became like this uh, uh kind of like tradition wherein you know mm. this uh the winner of whatever uh, pop idol x factor would mm. get the number one on christmas and then i remember there was this huge backlash that happened because people were like you know this manufactured pop is always being the christmas number one so you remember rage against the machine actually one yeah. year released re-released they had this campaign to get their song mm-hmm. at number one and that <laughs> campaign actually worked for that one year it was not one of these reality tv show winners that, were, that was number one christmas track. and it was yeah. great yeah yeah Yeah. So the other thing I mean I do want to point out right because we're drawing parallels with a couple of these international musicians right is that and they I mean this with a lot of uh, respect is that the complexities of the indian music industry are very very nuanced compared to any of these markets right mm-hmm. because in these shows you go on to perform a genre okay then your market after that is that genre itself okay if you perform pop you'll be a pop star and that is the market right uh, or if you play rock you go play in a rock band and that's your main thing here there are just so many pathways right like we just discussed you might become playback singer you might become cover artist you might be big in the wedding circuit and like you know college circuit mm-hmm. you might be an indie musician right like uh, we have many ways in which music manifests right and they all seem to have one starting point as we discussing like the mm-hmm. altish tv but that's not the case abroad so it, it's a, i do want to point out that no one so i don't know yeah i mean i i i'd say so but like for instance the differences are abroad uh you have different genres that you can go into like just to give you a parallel like morgan wallen mm. i mean he was in the voice which is you know essentially i guess theoretically a pop pop single yeah. show but you've had like even with american idol you had like you know you had kelly clarkson who was a pop singer then you had carrie underwood who was yeah a country singer then you have you know r&b singers who was with it because you have fans of different genres tuning into one show so you understand mm-hmm. ki there will be uh, you know a separation of paths right the rock fans will migrate towards one person the pop fans towards mm-hmm. another but that that market fit is there in all of these shows but the thing is on a gc channel most people are looking for bollywood right 
yeah so it's very but then like you to yeah. cross over into anything else other than that which the audience came for yeah but i think with hustle it's slightly different again because it's on mtv they yeah. also put it online you know no, so hustle, i think is a very different example i mean yeah, i'm talking yeah. more in terms of the indian idol yeah yeah of, so i mean even with you these you're seeing like different types of shows like stage was on what colors infinity again general mm-hmm. entertainment but like you know english which again is a hyper niche you know yeah. so i think even when you're looking at the show you're looking at what language is it in mm-hmm. which channel is it on you know all these factors come into consideration yeah. i mean hustle i can't remember, i don't even know whether it had any english rappers but like mm-hmm. uh you know or whether how many regional language rappers were in it but you know it it kind of it's interesting you know that the, yeah. this this show is an avenue now specifically for hip hop which i think mm-hmm. we mentioned this before it's almost like one rung above indie you know, yeah it's like yeah yeah